Hey Bob. Hey Steve. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, tired. Exciting week one, you know. Time to uh, rest up for week two. Yeah, um, by, uh, well, 2.30 Eastern Time, 1.30 Central Time, from the afternoon, I was already exhausted and had only been halfway through the, the, the 1 o'clock games. Uh, I was already beat and been so much going on. Uh, I just couldn't handle it. I thought my brain was going to explode. Uh, I'm already drained. It's just the end of week one, and uh, I'm just already drained from uh, fantasy football. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, no, I'm, just, you know, I'm already, I'm already like ready for week two to start. I, I love the week one with the early Monday night game. So it like, you know, it just makes the whole weekend feel like it's still going. And then, you know, before Tuesday, you know, you just got Tuesday, Wednesday, and you get to that Thursday night game, even though it's usually a, a clunker. So I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll get geared back up. I think we had exchanged about <laughs> 50 text messages, before, you know, before first uh, the at the halftime of the early games, I mean it was forty eight extra point forty eight yard extra points for Randy Bullock. Camardi looked like he was out for the season. Uh, McCown already got a concussion. Johnny Football was in. Uh, you name it. Uh, everything happened early. I was just losing my mind. I couldn't handle all this. It was it was just sensory overload. But we're back in business. It was a great week one. Uh, your teams both won. Uh, not strong opponents you played, but are you encouraged by what you saw, or what? Uh, yeah, def- definitely encouraged. You know, the I thought the white guys were gonna do a little more. You know, Peterson and Bradford kind of only got one touchdown between them, but I was very encouraged by the Mallards putting up 55 despite nothing from Calvin Johnson and Mike Evans uh, sitting out. So pretty happy with that, and then. Yeah, the Mary night it was, it was a little nerve-wracking going into the Monday night game, knowing Darren Sproles was left for the buddies after, uh, yeah. you know, he didn't... Mr. Sud, Mr. Sud killed himself there in Sproles. I think he always yeah. had two touchdown games against me, but uh, he'll save those yeah. two touchdowns, you know, for when they play the Thugs, but... So, it was good. Good to get two wins. But, yeah, there's some uh, big uh, upsets around the league, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Nick's picks was 3-5 and five this week. I think there were a lot of upsets. I think this league is really up for grabs. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to week one, but I am going to overreact. There's, I watched a lot of football this weekend, and uh, it feels like a whole different league. Uh, Peyton Manning, oh, boy. I texted you early on that he looked the same, but then I watched a few more drives. It was like that Colts divisional playoff game. Again, he could not move the ball downfield. Uh, I just, I'm glad I picked up Osweiler. I don't want to see Manning go out this way. He's, you know, a great ambassador for the league, great player, but what are your thoughts? I've I've heard one really good theory about that game, and that's that, you know, the Ravens were coached by Kubiak last year, and Trustman went in and essentially left the same offensive system in. So the the Ravens defense has been practicing against this new Broncos offense all off season. So you know, basically they playing themselves. So it was bound to be a tough game. So you know, I think we should give Manning a few weeks. You know, absolutely. This obituary was written a couple of years ago when he went into Atlanta on a Monday night and got hit like four times and then went on to throw about fifty five touchdowns. 
True. So let's, I think we I think we need to give it a few more weeks. Hopefully he rebounds and uh, the buddies, if they, you know, get off to a rocky start, they can, they can get something for him. So. Yeah, true. Um, Adrian Peterson, um, I, I watched a lot of that game. I just, uh, I don't like, I, I just think he was phased by having to run out of the pistol of the shotgun offense. Usually in the past, you know, the quarterback's on the center, turned around, handed off to him. I think he had, he had problems struggling to just running out of the shotgun. I'm, I'm not that worried about Peterson. I think he'll have a big year. Uh, the Vikings were horrendous. They, there was no holes for, um, uh, I think he'll turn it around, but um, I, I don't know if you caught any of that game with a late start. Um, are you worried about no, Peterson? Yeah, I, I headed to bed right after the, the Atlanta game, so I skipped that one. I know Gibby was staying up and expecting to get the you know points he needed to pull out the win. He must have been pretty disappointed to uh, come over with nothing there. Yeah, I... I read something about Peterson saying, you know, they get used to going out of the shotgun, doesn't pick up the full head of steam, but he says he'll be fine and uh, he's healthy, he's rested, he's a freak of nature, he's gonna he's gonna have a eighty hundred hundred point season, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, let's get right to the the big the big score of the week. The Beans putting up eighty two on the brothers out of seemingly nowhere. He scored nine touchdowns this week. Yeah, I gotta admit, I never saw this coming. I turned on the, I, wa- I watched the Buccaneers Titans game. I wanted to see Mariota versus Winston, and he threw that early touchdown to Kendall Wright. I was like, all right, I'm at least gonna get six out of them. And then he threw another touchdown, and he threw another, and all of a sudden he's got 24, and he's out of the game by the third quarter. I was like, all right, this is great. Uh, you know. I was somewhat down early because Deshaun Jackson somehow pulled his hamstring in the first quarter, so that was great. I was like, oh, great, here go the Beans again. Uh, Alshon didn't do anything in the early game, so heading into the four game, four o'clock games, I really had nothing going, and then there you go, oh, turned it around. And then, uh, and then last night, Matt Ryan, 14 points. Julio Jones, I think, might be the best, might have the best wide receiver here in 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 the league, he just looked like he was he's the best receiver with Des Bryant going down. Antonio Brown maybe can beat him out, but I'm excited for Julio. And then late night, Carlos Hyde. Uh, I had no idea he was this good. Uh, he was electric, 18 points from him. So I got like 48 points last night unexpectedly, and uh, I went into the night not thinking I'd beat the brothers, and I crushed them by almost 30. So. I'm not going to overreact. It was a great week one. I think they'll come back down to earth next week, but uh, I'm ex- I think the Beans are going to compete in that division, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it was a, it was a very, uh, very good game. You got to be very encouraged. Just uh, one thing on Mariota, he was playing the team that had the number one pick this past year, so let's see him do it against uh, a real defense, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I think he's I think he's found a guy. He's your guy. Definitely yeah. the right move to take him number one overall, especially after seeing how some of the rookies performed week one. You gotta feel real good that you went with Mariota over all the other guys. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't that excited, but now I am. I'm, I'm glad I came to my senses and took him. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty much just kicking myself. Being like, why didn't I trade up to get that number one pick and take Mariota? Because 
have her just like that stiff. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about the uh, the bear versus the llamas. The llamas were the hype machine. They got beat pretty fairly by the bear. Tom Brady led bear. Uh, if you're Gibby, are you concerned with Teddy Bridgewater or Devontae Adams? Are you Amari Cooper? The Raiders look like they stink again. Josh Scobie might be the worst kicker in the league. Fleener did nothing. Is this team good enough to win the, the AFC? Yeah, I think they're still good enough to win the, win the AFC. They just, you know, ran into a tough first week one there, you know. Tom Brady going out in 24 on opening night. Just, you know, just totally deflating. And then Heath Miller throwing in two points just to really rub it in that night. But then, uh, you know, the llamas, you know, DeMarco Murray had nine yards rushing, barely touched the ball. Sure, he had two TDs, but you'd expect more than that. And Jordan Matthews got hosed out of a touchdown. And, but Scobie, I'm surprised Scobie's still, uh, even on the Steelers after missing all those field goals there. That was crazy. Yeah, he's he's not one of the best 32 kickers in football. I don't know how the Steelers are sticking with him. I saw him with Jacksonville last year. He was horrendous looking at his kicks blocked. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him move there. Uh, yeah, if I'm the if I'm the Lombards and I got Super Bowl aspirations, I'm picking up I guess the keyboard, sending John Kinsman an email and saying, What do I gotta do to get Big Ben on my team? Yep, I'm sure Gibby's already looking at roster, see who has backups. I'm sure he's wishing he had Tannehill right now. Uh, Big Ben is obviously out there. I don't know, do the Mallards have a backup behind Matt Ryan? No, they're, they're just uh, got a shallow depth chart there. Just Jimmy Garoppolo, who is going to be riding the pine for the year. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure Gibby's going through in his head like, uh... What are my options here? This, this is not Ryan Mallet? Is Ryan Mallet on the waivers an option? I think he's out there. Uh, man, I watched the there. Texans and ugh, the Texans aren't any good either. I don't know if I'd go with the Texans quarterback, but he looked good in the second half, but a lot of it was garbage time points. Yeah. Uh, that, might be, that might be option, the easiest option. Well, the Lions yeah. are coming to town from Bridgewater next week, so that's usually a cheer-all. Yeah. Now, speaking of the Lions, are you are you worried about Matt Stafford at all? He was underwhelming again yesterday. Yeah, he he stinks. I don't even. I just don't even know what to make of that guy. I don't. I don't know if it's him. I think it's just that Jim Caldwell conservative play calling offense. You know, we're going to beat you with defense and running, and uh, you know, take it easy on. Throwing the ball, but you watch a lot more Lions than I do. Yeah, I watched that whole game. You know, Stafford, you know, needed to attack a little more, but they didn't. It's not really in their game plan. And then they run it, but they run it with guys like George Bell who get tackled for a loss every time when Riddick and Abdul are just ripping off chunk games. Just seems crazy to me. But uh, yeah, I'd like to. You know, I wish I had somebody else that could start there, but. Stafford's my guy. I'm tired of him. And you got me 12 points. You get 12 points a week. You can win in this league. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, let's talk about another big upset, the refugees over the orangutans. The refugees did not deserve to win this game. They didn't start Ryan Fitzpatrick over Kaepernick. They should have done that. They didn't start Travis Kelsey over Rashad Jennings or Golden Tate and uh, Terrence Williams uh, or Algala or Utility. I, I think Golden Tate deserved to be in that starting lineup, but yeah, I probably would have. I would have probably benched Jennings, or, even though he did have a touchdown, um, or maybe Terrence Williams or something. You know, Kelsey, you got to be going two tight ends with that team, or I think you need to be looking into trading one of those guys and and shoring up another position. But the big story from that game is the orangutan losing Des Bryant for I mean they're saying four to six weeks. He's done for the he's done for the YFL regular season. In my mind, I don't see him coming back and contributing at any point this season. Yeah, that was a huge loss. Uh, that just kills the Kings' whole game plan to beat you with that Romo, Bryant, Bailey triple threat. And the Cowboys are always in prime time, so you're sweating it out Sunday night or Monday night or a 4 o'clock game. And it could be down 30 going into that game, and next thing you know, you lose like 10 because they got 40 points out of those three. Uh, the Tang, that division is wide open now. I think the Llamas uh, should still win it, but if I'm the refugees or the Bear, I've, uh, I've got hope. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're definitely, you're feeling a little frisky if you're one of those two guys. You know, you have a chance. Does Bryant injury just changes that whole division? Like, I think the Llamas proved to the division title, and the other two guys, you know, they get a chance to win the wild card now. That's just, yeah. That's just a killer for the Tanks. He, he's got some depth. You know, if, if Mark Davis Bryant wasn't injured, he probably can roll with that injury just fine. But he just he's too banged up all of a sudden. Yep. Uh, switching over to the AFC West, a couple good rivalry games. Buddies, Merriman. Uh, the Buddies. Uh, going to be tough here. The Merrymen, uh, how, I mean, C.J. Anderson, you survived a huge scare from Ellington. How do you feel about your running backs and wide receivers? Love the wide receivers. I think, you know, I got one of the better groups in the league, so feeling good there. I had, uh, I had some tough calls, and you know, I moved uh, Ellington into the lineup at the last minute. He ended up leading the way with all my running backs with uh, eight points, even though I did lose into an injury. But Melvin Gordon and Kevin Coleman looked good. Anderson definitely disappointed, but, you know, we got some depth there. You know, if Kendall Wright wasn't in the lineup, we can we can sneak some guys in there. So, yeah, we got a lot of depth. Uh, I was watching that Broncos game, and I can tell you, you're going to find it annoying. You can't tell it. Anderson, I think, wears number 22, and Hillman wears 23. They got those orange uniforms. You cannot tell which one's which. It's kind of like Julius Thomas and Demarius Thomas last year. Yeah. Yeah, not, I could not tell who was in the game. I did not know who was getting those goal line carries. The announcers did me no favors. Just give me a warning. If you watch the Broncos game, it's going to drive you nuts. Hillman and Anderson. But I hate that. I really hate that. Uh, um, but I think that's going to be a split backfield. Anderson, Hillman. I think that's a, that's a split backfield. So. Yeah, it was, it was tough. It was tough to pick him. I hated to do it, but he's kind of he kind of had to trust the the Broncos and whatnot. And yeah, I might have got burned. Maybe not. We'll see. There's still a lot of season left. And Hillman is a fragile guy. He always pulls a hammy or something. Uh, 
Yeah. He's not a... Don't put me down back. But on the buddies, how about Austin, Safari, and Jenkins with 16 garbage points? You know, that's awesome for the buddies. You guys feel real good after, you know, trading up to get him last year in the second round. Yeah, Mike. Mike wanted his guy. He got him. I was questioning it a little last year. I didn't do my homework on uh, Austin, Safari, and Jenkins, but uh, I guess he's he's the real deal this year, and uh, the buddies need it. They... Their roster is um, it's it's struggling. Uh, Manning <laughs> struggling, so they're going to need him to have a big year. I think the buddies and also the thugs are just going to are really in for a tough season. Um, switching over to that thugs eaters game, um, no one probably noticed this, but Alper Blue had 49 yards. Total. So if I had one more yard from Alper Blue, I would have won the game. I lost by one. Oh, okay. That's the, season, that's the way the season's going to go for the Thugs. Uh, taking some good out of it. I think that was Andrew Love's toughest matchup of the year. I bet that's the lowest point total for the year. Uh, so the lose on what will be was. I could definitely see that being his lowest score of the year, for sure. Yeah, he only had 240 yards passing. Uh, so the lose on his worst game of the year is not crushing to me. What's crushing to me is that Joe Bell is who we thought he was. Alfred Blue is in the running back by committee. Michael Floyd is just in phase out of the offense or slow to come back from his injury. Stanley Watkins didn't have one catch at all. Um, I made some good roster moves getting Scott Chandler in there. He got me that TD. I think he's going to get uh, six or seven TDs this year, so he'll probably start for me a lot. But the Bugs' skill positions are just just – Terrible, so we'll see how this year goes. Yep. How about the, uh, Dragons boys game? I feel like the Dragons had the most just ho-hum, 58 points by the Dragons, like, nothing exciting, just, you know, business as usual. Yeah, no, it's true, 58-52. If Chris had Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, he wins that game. <laughs> um, Chris, you picked the wrong quarterback again. Uh, <laughs> Just gonna go through this uh, another year. I I don't know how he sleeps at night with those two. I would just trade one. That's what I would. That's what I used to go through with Big Ben and Matt Ryan. Is I just felt like I always picked the wrong guy, so I just shipped one out of town. Um, yeah, that, I don't know how Chris does it. I would just trade one at this point. I mean, uh, it would just drive me nuts. Always just picking the wrong quarterback. Uh, Matt Forte. What is this guy? This is textbook Matt Forte. He gets his 150 yards. Uh, all-purpose yards and a TD, casually puts up 12. Uh, he might be the quiet, quietest, best player in the league. Keenan Allen looks like he's back. DeAndre Hopkins is a real deal. Um, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers is always good for 12 to 24, so. The Dragon had 189 yards passing. He still just throws up three TDs. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. Uh, Frank Gore, I, I didn't watch any of that game. I'm assuming it was just the Bills' defense was just crushing, and it wasn't Frank Gore's inability. I suppose it pulled, was, like, a calf muscle or something, and that's why he wasn't really playing much. And the, yeah. the game was sent out of hand. So, I think they were just, you know, picking the battles with him. Yeah. Another tough matchup for Gore next week, Monday Night Football against the Jets' uh, front seven, which just plugs around my career, I believe, so... Should be interesting to see if Gore can do anything on that. 
Um, Brandon Cooks, uh, unimpressive. Did you see any of the Saints game? I tuned in for about 30 seconds. I didn't see much of the 4 o'clock games. My kids were in my face, so I pretty much just gave up and turned the TV off. Yeah, um, I'm a new dad, so this is my first year with responsibility on Sunday afternoon, and um, I caught a break. I timed Brody's nap perfectly. I put him down 10 minutes before the opening kickoff. I got to watch the Jets game virtually uninterrupted. He woke up a couple hours later in a great mood. I just put him on the floor and was able to watch the Jets game. The late game's a lot tougher. We went out on the patio, watched TV, watched the games out there. Wasn't able to watch them as closely, unfortunately, but uh, yes, it's it's a different mindset when you have a responsibility. Your afternoon was a little more hectic than mine with two kids to watch for. I know one had a accident on your lap and the other one woke up right after you took care of that. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was luckily luckily I was shipped out to a birthday party for a while, but Bryn was plenty needy. But uh, shifting the focus back to the last fell. Jaden Huskett is high, 37. How great is that? It's great. These two teams hate each other. I mean, yeah, just do not like each other, and it's just fitting that they tied. Uh, I I don't know what to make of it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just Chicken's only had two touchdowns on the day. Drew uh, Brees and Jimmy Graham. That's it. Yeah, um, you know, Lynch and McCoy, they'll, they'll deliver. Andre Johnson, Bolton, and Crowell. Um, yeah, Nick needs some help there. Uh, I just, I don't know if those guys have, have it, but, um, I think the chickens scoring range will be between 30, 50. I still, I still have them winning division. They'll find a way to get the, you know, I said seven and six last week will win this division. I think they'll, They'll get there, but um, it's going to be a dogfight in the NFC West. This is uh, the division that's up for grabs. Uh, looking ahead to uh, to week two, we got some uh, we got some big uh, matches coming up here. Let me pull up the schedule here. Stay with, the games. Stay with the divisional games since uh, yeah. we don't have any bye weeks starting yet. And we've got the Buddies and the Thugs and the Eaters and the Merry Men over in the AFC West. Well, um, yeah, the Thugs will have an advantage knowing what Manning does on Thursday night. So um, that might contribute to how I set my roster. But I like... Manning going up against that tough Kansas City defense on a short rest. I don't think he puts up more than 12. So I like my chances there. The Merriman Eaters, that's going to be a great game. Um, that's a toss-up. How do you, how do you feel about the Merriman heading into this divisional showdown? I think they can, uh, they can definitely pull out the win, you know, but Eaters are, Eaters are a good team. They could definitely Get a bunch of touchdowns there and put up seventy all of a sudden. Biggest thing I'm Brown Brown would scare you. Oh yeah, Rivers and Brown. You just you just never know if they're gonna go off. So they they terrify me. Like Rivers could throw for four hundred and fifty yards and five touchdowns and Antonio Brown can catch twenty five balls and two hundred yards. 
But yeah. the thing I'm struggling with right now is, do I leave Anderson in the lineup, or do I go with Melvin Gordon or Kevin Coleman? Because I'm probably going four wide receivers outside of that. Yeah, tough call. Uh, I guess you got to see how injured T.J. Anderson is. I know they said it wasn't a big injury, but can he really come back on uh, three days rest? And uh, I think that might have been another reason that the Browns, the Browns were split. I mean, the Browns, the Broncos split the carries last week. Is you see teams do that knowing they get the Thursday night game? They yeah. had to go easier on their running backs leading up to those games. Yeah, just because they thought they're going to get roughed up. Um, over the AFC East, we get the Llamas, Refugees, and the Tangs and the Bear. I don't like the uh, Refugees have their lineup in already. I I don't know why he's going Kaepernick over Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitzpatrick could be in a garbage time situation against the Colts. That could, could be high scoring. I would think he gives Fitzpatrick a serious look here. Uh, he does have Kelsey in his lineup. That was a no-brainer. And, uh, and you know, Gronky, the P-tight end set. The Llamas, I think they'll blow up the same lineup. They're not going to overreact. Bridgewater is at home this game, so um, I think they'll be all right. That should be a close game. I think I think the, I'd favor the refugees. I think the Llamas could be looking at an 0-2 start. Yeah, Llamas definitely get the potential of being a hole. And, you know, 0-2 start. All of a sudden, panic definitely starts to set in because you're just terrified of going 0 and 3. So it's it's you. You just, you just do not want to go down 0 and 2 and then be facing that that uh, you know 0 and 3 start. Let's see who the Lions play. Looking ahead to Week Three, they play the Merrymen. So yeah, definitely need to uh, get a win here this week. And then the Tanks. You know, this is a Tanks chance to. Show they're going to stay in the conversation, or if they're going to kind of fall by the wayside here when they play the Bear. Yeah, the Tanks had a break here. I think Brady, uh, he's going up against that Bill with defense. That's going to be a, on the road. That's going to be a tougher game for him. I don't think he'll put up 24 again. So uh, he says John might have caught a break there, but no dead in that lineup. It's a big void. I mean, he's got Shane Green in there, Allen Austin. So that should be another close game. Moving on to the AFC in the NFC East, we've got the Dragons and the White Guys and the Mallards and the Boys. Yeah. Um Oh Dragons and White Guys, all everyone put the line up Let's see what we got here. We've got Jerry's Wright picking up his second straight start on the White Guys. Yeah, um, there's some question, questionable starts. Delaney Walker, I think he got injured. I don't know if he's going to be ready to play this week. Um, so John might go away from that too tight end set. But, uh, yeah, I think the Dragons roll here easy. Rodgers has the Seahawks at home, though. Um, no Cam Chandler. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big difference. The Seahawks defense is not the same without him, so. I think Rodgers puts up his normal that's a, that's score. A home game on, uh, that's a home game on Sunday night, too. So I I think Rodgers has a huge game. Yeah, the, the Packers always play well in those those primetime games. So I'll, I'll take the Dragons here. So then we'll move on to the Mallard boys. Should be a really tight game here. You've got to be excited about Abdullah. I mean, his first carry from scrimmage goes for a 24-yard touchdown. 
Dante Moncrief is looking like he's going to be the man while T.Y. Hilton's out. Uh, hopefully you get Mike Evans back, and I have no idea what team Josh Lambeau kicks for, but uh, are you excited about Josh Lambeau? I'm definitely excited about Josh Lambeau. I was uh, a tough time picking my kicker there. Uh, between him and Andrew Frank from Miami, but I saw Frank kick for some no-name school, and Lambeau played in the MLS and kicked for, I think, Texas A&M or something, so... You know, he's been in pro sports. He's used to the pressure, big time college sports. So I figured, you know, he'd probably be the better bet for a kicker. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped about that lineup. I think we can do some damage. But, you know, the boys, I could just see them bouncing back with Eli Manning having about four touchdowns. Let's see who the, who the Giants got. Yeah, the Giants at the Atlanta. So our quarterbacks will be scoring off in real life and in fantasy. Yeah, well, he might go with Andy Dalton, though. I think he saves the course and uh, and sticks with Eli Manning for one more week. Yeah, we'll have to see there. And then moving on to the NFC West, we've got Hutchers Brothers and Beans Chickens. Oh, get the get ready to uh, get licking my more. chops. Licking my chops. Um, uh, we had a lot of listener feedback last week. Uh, a lot of Chickens fans called in. They were really mad about, I don't know what. I was getting all these text messages saying I was, dis- you know, disrespecting veterans. I picked the Chickens to win the division, so I don't know what the uproar was about, but uh, I'm looking my chops at this game. Uh, I, I I don't know if I'll win, but I think I have a chance. You know, past three years, the Beans have never had a chance to beat the Chickens, so I'm excited for this one. Um, Lynch and McCoy scare me. Is is Drew Brees on the road or is, uh, he he's at home against uh, I think Tampa, so ugh, he could put up twenty. But he's at home at Tampa. I think most survival leagues will be rolling with New Orleans this week. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, think, what, what are your thoughts? I I could see where you would be excited going in after the big week, but I think you're in for a big letdown. I think the the chickens are just going to blow your socks right off. I just, I see a 55 to 30 game happening. This is I, hope it's close, I, I hope I hope you win. Definitely hope you win, but I, I think you're going to be disappointed. I am going to start Dion Lewis. I don't wow. like starting against Buffalo, but uh, I have to start Dion Lewis. I don't have any other guys to turn to. So, what do you, what do you, did you watch the Thursday night game? What did you think of Dion Lewis? 120-something yards, all-purpose. Uh, he looked he looked awesome, and it made you wonder why he wasn't playing on some other NFL team the last couple of years. But all I know is, after watching that and having Stephen Ridley the last few years, knowing he was you know, a pretty good back in New England but never got to play, I'm never going near a New England backfield so long as Bill Belichick is coaching that team. You just never know. You have to, you have to guess who he's going to start. And then even then, he's probably going to go the opposite way because, one, he hates fantasy football, and, two, he's the king of misdirection. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree totally with you. I think they beat Deion Lewis this week against that tough Bills defense. Uh, I, think he's I don't more... think the Patriots win that game. I think the Patriots are going to lose this weekend. Um, I... I... Agree, but uh, as a, someone who's been a nemesis of the Patriots for 
my whole life now, I just know that these games where everybody thinks they're going to lose, they always win. It's the games where you don't expect them to lose is when they lose. So I think the I think the Patriots eat this out on a late Gostkowski field goal. I'll say 23-20. to 20. Low scoring, dogfight, Patriots sneak out with a win. Yeah, yeah definitely going to be a low scoring game. Not, not as much fun to watch. Then we get the brothers and the Huskers. Now these two guys hate each other. Huskers brothers, do not get them in the same room because it's going to come to blows. Love this now. Yeah. Big game. Brian needs this. A lot of people picked him to win this division. Uh, he needs this. Uh, it's going to be, you know, what does Russell Wilson do on Sunday night? Um, should be a close game. I think I'll take the brothers here. They were very impressive this week. Just got the wrong matchup against the Beans. Uh, yeah, he started cover last week. And I kind of felt he should be going with uh, Palmer. Who do you think he picks for a quarterback this week? Um, who's who's at home? Let's see. We got at, oh, they play each other. It's Arizona at Chicago. Um, oh, there I is, probably, yeah. I'll I'll take Cutler. Uh, I, I I think he plays better at home. I think they'll be fired up. Uh, I I I'd stick with Cutler. Yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the brothers to win it, but I I think he should be starting Palmer. Palmer's just got better wide receivers. And, you know, they're less banged up as far as wide receivers go, whereas Jeffrey's still nursing the injury and then he's, you know, playing with Eddie Royal and a couple of no name guys. But uh should be a good game. Should be a good game. I think Russell Wilson comes rolling back for the Huskers, but it just isn't gonna prove enough. Yeah. Um, well, it's been, <laughs> been a whirlwind already. I think the league is wide open. Uh, everybody should be excited. Everybody should feel like they have a chance. Maybe not the subs and buddies, but everybody else. Um, I'm excited to see what happens this week. Some good NFL games, some good WFFL games. Yeah, it's always fun to pick who's going to win each division and look at them and analyze and think one team's going to be terrible and whatnot. And then, Everybody comes out and you're like, wow, these teams are they're better than I thought. And this league's going to be closer than I thought. It could come down to who makes a good trade or a roster move on waivers or, you know, a brutal injury like Des Bryant. So it's exciting and it should be, uh, should be fun to see what happens in week two. Yep. All right, Steve. Well, uh, Get some sleep, and uh, we'll talk again next week. All right. Good luck, everyone. All right.